Grand Rising, and welcome to the Mindful Business Life podcast. My name is Lauren Calloway, owner of RW Business Solutions. We're a web development, digital marketing, graphic design company. Um, and every week I put on seven segments around um, books, and their segments are usually are around mindfulness, leadership, being creative, um, and just be trying to thrive as a human being. And so this week's segment, today's segment, is The Artist Way with Jim Dukes. Jim? Well, good morning. That was so energetic. Um, <laughs> hey, I'm Jim Dukes. I'm the executive director of Charlotte Art League. Glad to have you here. Yeah. Feeling good today. I got some sleep. So that is the way to go. I'm learning. <laughs> so each day, yeah. you just say, I know, right? Everyone's like, please get some sleep. And I'm like, I'm, I'm trying, guys. I really am. Yes. Uh, so March 3rd segment is in order to thrive as artists and one can argue as people, we need to be available to the universal flow. When we put a stopper on our capacity for joy by declining the small gifts of life, we turn aside the larger gifts as well. Those of us who have, have smited our workflow completely with will find ourselves in the lives that feel burdened and devoided of interest, no matter how many meaningful things we fill them with. What gives us true joy? That is the question to ask. What gives you, of all the things that you do, because you do a billion of them, what gives you true joy? I mean, if you look at, at the core of all the things that I do, it's all community-based. So being in the community, supporting my community's personal and professional growth, that's what gives me uh, true joy. And so all the things that I do aid in those in that, in that one concept, community. And so that's it for me. Okay, so what? So so then the the part of this is finding of what we read was the small things. I mean, you're talking big things. So what are the small things in life, not related to anybody else or service to anybody else mm -hmm. that bring you joy? Um, for me, it's going for a walk. It's being able to take nice, deep, relaxing breaths when I'm feeling stressed. It's um, reading my books. It's going to breweries and little coffee shops and eating yummy food and listening to amazing music and dancing in my car. Um, yeah, my son, I mean, those all, everything's a win in my book and uh, every little moment is so valuable in my life. I talked about that a little bit in the podcast earlier this week, you know, a few times that like there was a moment in my life, multiple moments where I wanted to off myself and have tried, but obviously I've not succeeded. I've also almost been like killed by a family member. So like I have been on the edge of death quite a few times and have welcomed it more than I'd like to admit. Um, but in the end, like I'm still here. And for me, it was a big concept of finding finding joy and finding joy in just being silent, being present, looking off and daydreaming. Um, and so, yeah. What about you, Jim? Um, 
I would say um, things that I th I've been starting to make a little bit more art. <clears throat> um, just as a stress reliever, but I like to um, challenge myself physically and get away, get out of any of the um, mind things that as a business person we have to do and or as a creative. And mm -hmm. so I have since COVID not been involved as much, but um, doing um, Spartans, um, um uh got ultra marathons um things like that so that you um you know special forces competitions things that ch challenge you physically and um beyond what you think your limits are and put your puts me on a self-discovery journey um and um reaffirms being alive and um and then those things you can you know you learn a lot about um what you got in you do you what what's your quit level um what is your um what are you willing to to give up on um and um i think that translates to business people absolutely i uh i fractured my foot on my last half marathon we were running a race in alabama and i got to mile nine and i guess it's when the fracture happened so i walked the last five miles i walked the last five miles in the last mile <laughs> maybe a quote maybe it was a quarter mile felt like a mile uh, was literally uphill and i cried the whole way up and this girl finally stopped me and she's like, what's going on with you? I was like, I don't know what's up with my foot, but I've got a race to finish. And so she walked me to the top and I got to finish the race uh, walking through a cave. And I sat down for a moment because I was really exhausted. Um, but I, I'm to love pushing myself. I worked out this morning. I've been staying at least consistent with getting something in, moving my body in some way, because like you said, if we're willing to push ourselves physically, there's kind of no limit to like the strength that we can build in our lives and in our businesses to actually follow through on our hopes and our dreams. And so I have a strong will at this point, which is why I do so much. I think the will to live and then to help people keep living and finding happiness is there. But I love the physicality part. Um, that race was intense. <laughs> yeah. Super intense. Um, but kind of like it said here, you know, like if you're not happy, right. If you're not happy, and you don't find things that kind of refuel you, like anything you put into you won't satisfy you. And so I think going back to, like you said, like we talk about in yoga, <laughs> we talk about in yoga that ultimately, um, like just the little things in life, like we were saying, right, the little steps, the taking a pause, the breathing, um, to truly find joy instead of, I can't with you. <laughs> I can't. Um, 
it, it's like the the concept of if you don't realize like why you're unhappy, what's not satisfying you, you can keep trying to fill yourself with whatever it is that you're using. Um, but ultimately, none of it will make you happy. Like you have to get the real root. You have to talk to yourself. You have to talk yourself through it. You have to go to counseling, whatever, whatever you need to do. Um, and I definitely went through that phase where I just became very uh, void of emotions and I couldn't feel much of anything very robotic human being there's still like love in my heart but it wasn't I can I was never fully expressive of who I am and and mm -hmm. how I was feeling and I could show up for others and kind of show up for myself but um at the end of the day I wasn't being the best me and so it took um took me finally just getting tired of feeling this way and realizing like I just couldn't feel in other ways um even sexually it just like could feel nothing in my whole entire body because I was just so shut down emotionally from my my life um from the people I had around me from all the things and so no matter what I did you know I lost weight but at the end of the day because of how life was and all these things like I put the weight back on and I became just unhappy again and it and, and so no matter what you do, if you don't go to the core of yourself and ask yourself the hard questions or seek help to help you get there, nothing you do will help you change. So your mind, your body, and your spirit really has to be in alignment. Love to know what you're talking about, Jim. <clears throat> oh, it was totally inappropriate. <clears throat> Sorry. <laughs> um, so I, I agree. I, I don't, I think I've said it before. I don't, I don't know. I don't, I'm not an advice giver, but from where I, for me, um, let's see, I got sober 16 years ago and didn't, um, and realized that there was a lot of, um, trauma and issues with PTSD that I needed to deal with that I had been, um, drinking and taking um pain medicine for all kinds of injuries um and just passing out every night so that i didn't um didn't experience all the nightmares and so for me for me it was an important journey to get sober to feel the feelings and i immediately as the day after i quit drinking got into therapy and um I'd never joined a, a group as not me because I realized I had issues to deal with. And the only way to deal with those was getting psychological help. And I not, you know, that for me, doesn't come from a group that comes from doing the hard emotional work and sticking with that. And, um, and then once we clear that out and, and still continue to work on that, then, and owning up to and facing those things helps me find the real joy of my from myself as opposed to this medicated person that I didn't really know. Yeah. 
I I haven't ever really gone the medicine route. Um, I know one time they tried and I was like, I'm losing my mind even more than it is already gone. So not good for me. <laughs> um, but I was definitely medicating in other ways. Like I love smoking weed, like don't get me wrong, but you know, there can be an excessive amount of anything, drinking, sex, anything can be, anything can be used to medicate. Um, yeah, so. I, and I, I um, discovered through, through therapy that I, um, well, you know, there's, I'm a, well, I'm a super addictive personality. So if there's, um, you know, I'm addicted to danger, I'm addicted to risk, um, whatever. Um, but then I discovered that um, to relieve my pain, it became, so I like spicy food, right? And so um, I went through a period of, um, cutting on myself because it would relieve a lot of stress mm. and pressure and this angry emotion. Right. And so we would mm -hmm. redirect that, redirect that emotion, which is not healthy. But what I discovered was a socially acceptable way of doing that is eating super spicy food because you are actually getting that pain and that endorphin release in a socially acceptable way through burning the shit out of your mouth as hot as you can take it but you can do it in front of everybody else and be like hey look at all this hot food i'm eating but internally you're hurting yourself to um redirect to i'm not going to say it right but to redirect your brain from what's really bothering you and so um very similar to cutting so i've backed off of my spicy food intake mm. but i still like it sometimes well oh man well i am guilty as charged and i never really thought about that i mean after covid i eat a lot of spice because i can actually taste it but before i mean my doctor told me like my heart problem comes from my my spicy food habit so mm -hmm. whenever i get this weird like it was like stroke like she's like it's just the spicy food that you eat because you eat it every day and you eat it with every meal and then it's like I think I just eat it because I like spice but maybe internally Jim maybe subconsciously there's something there Ooh. All right, it was it for me for me it was a discovery for you and then somebody else it may be completely different culturally different but it's such an interesting thing to hear, though. I mean, people need to hear these, right, these different opinions. And I love hearing that because, I mean, even now I want to reflect. I'm like, okay, do I love spice because I just like spicy food? Or do I love spice because I like to torture myself a little bit? So I have that endorphin rush and yeah. and it's acceptable. Mm. Mm, and you can do it out in public. <laughs> I love these talks, man. They really make you like, they. they I mean, I feel like all of them make you think in your cool self. And, you know, we talk about the concept of happiness, right? And you don't want to chase happiness, right? You want to be happiness. You want to be peace. Like, and happiness, is, and I follow this meme that says that is happiness can be fleeting. You know, it doesn't, it can sway so easily going from happy to sad um, to indifferent, depending on the mood and, and the attitude of the space you're in and stuff. And so for me, like, I try to lean into being peace 
more than anything, like keeping a balanced, peaceful state, which isn't always easy. I'm not perfect. You know, I definitely get knocked off, but always leaning into peace. And then for me, I, my theme has always been to chase joy, the things that overflow my cup. And so as we kind of circle back to like Jim said in the beginning, I do so many things because they overfill my cup. And the thing is, the things that I do, like I do them for me, I do them for others, but we all get to like harvest and reap the rewards of my personal development and my professional development. And so it really, um, is joyful. Like yesterday, everyone couldn't believe I hadn't slept more than three hours. And I said, well, this stuff energizes me. This stuff fills me up with so much energy that I really don't always need to get as much sleep because like this is like a battery being with all of you, supporting all of you, growing with all of you, investing in my own personal and professional mental health and physical health. And so I definitely encourage people to, to chase things that fill their cup and help their cup overflow. While maintaining good health. Yes. Yes. I have healthy good, health. Yes. I have good because health. you can, because, because one can do too many things and um, pour from a lot of pots into one cup. Yes. And not everybody's created equal in that space, right? Some people are best mm -hmm. holding space, doing one thing at a time, some two at a time, some three at a time. And then there are freak of natures like me who hold a thousand cups somehow. And they all seem to, they all do seem to work right now. Mm. It's really not that many things, y'all. Y'all be acting like I've been doing like that much. I literally just go to networking events, put on podcasts and build websites and do graphic design. That's it. And run for office and what else? That's, I mean, I ran for office and I, I'm starting to rerun here shortly, but it's not like full-fledged. So yeah, there's nothing that you have to do for that at all. There, but not, it's just networking. That's it. Uh -huh. okay. Networking, shaking babies and kissing hands, you know? Wait, you shake babies? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I love babies. I love to hold them and give them right back to y'all. So I'll babysit any day, any day. Um, Careful, she takes babies. So <laughs> if, you want, if you want your kid back normal, I don't know. If you want your kid to come back strong, immensely ready to start a business, send them my way. They'll probably come back and be like, you know, I just invested four hundred dollars in your into stock, mom and dad. Where does that four hundred come from? Oh, you know, the salary I'm charging y'all. <laughs> Hilarious. Uh, but no, I I really love the reminder today. Chase joy. I kind of went through that last week. I stayed in the house, and I rested. Oof, weird. And um, too much inside is not good for Lauren. Lauren Lauren loves the outdoors. She loves being in nature. She loves going for walks, but she loves dancing and all the things. And so um, as a kid, and this is probably trauma from being a child, I sp had to spend a lot of time indoors. I wasn't really allowed to go out and do things. Um, and I know as a trauma response in high school, I was in a lot of clubs. I mentored freshmen. I was, I played sports, um, was in all the clubs, the thespian, all the things worked so I could get outside. So I didn't have to be home sitting. Um, mm -hmm. and so I, I see it translate obviously as an adult that I do those same things, but it's not a trauma response. Cause as an adult, I get to choose if I want to do things. I think it just fueled me 
But last week I was sitting at home and I was like, ooh, taking two days to sit at home just it's not my thing. It's really not. I like getting out. I need to stretch my leg. <laughs> Gotta listen to your body though. Yeah, I was being nice. Yes, I was being nice and I stayed home. But then this week it was like, okay, tonight we're going to go dancing. And I, I realized I need to get up and move a little bit. So just, you know, listen to your body, like Jim said, right? And that's a big thing I've been talking about. Your body is this massive antenna. You know, it's always in receiving mode. Your eyes are always bringing in light. Your ears are always bringing in vibrational frequencies, like your hands, your feet, everything, your skin cells. It's constantly in receiving mode. So can you take a moment to say, what does my body need? What does my soul need? What's going to bring me joy? Jim? Uh, it's also in, it also has delivery mode. <laughs> Like you deliver facial clues, mm -hmm. your body expels methane. So you, you know, if your stomach's all messed up and it, um, yeah, it receives incense messages. Mm, it does. This massive antenna, like a massive delivery system. There's the subtle energies that we push out and project we our thoughts people can receive there's definitely telepathy going on between people whether you realize it or not um but can't read your mind right now jim sorry but <laughs> your facial expression isn't saying enough for me to pick it up so <laughs> but ultimately just ground down get to know yourself get to know yourself at your core and and really start asking yourself like uh, i i've said it before the four soul questions by deepak chopra who am i what do i want what is my dharma which is uh what is my soul's purpose and what do i love and I tell people that, you know, in the beginning, you're going to say like, who am I? And it's going to be like, I'm a mom, I'm a, I'm a daughter, I'm a husband, um, I'm a construction worker. You know, you're going to, you're going to kind of start off kind of broad if you haven't done a lot of deep diving into your soul in this, in this way, but you'll eventually grow. And, and for me, it was like, you know, I'm, I'm a lover, um, a healer, I am abundant and it wasn't even just like what am I in this labeled world it was like what am I also overflowing with and projecting out and so it's like I said the abundance and the knowledge I am all these these things um mm -hmm. and so I want to encourage you guys like take those four questions and just meditate on them often I when my dad died the one question that would never leave my mind was who am I because I knew I was getting ready. I knew that I was not the same Lauren. I knew as soon as I got that call that, that I was about to be different. And so that question literally kept hot. Who are you? Who are you now? Mm -hmm. And um, I think it's really helped keep me grounded and transformative as I've grown through losing both my dad and my grandpa last year a lot. So, Yeah, developing your core um, and going back to that and and um yeah a, a real sense of yourself as opposed to a modified sense of yourself helps you get through those um life-altering experiences 
Indeed. Indeed. I lost a brother at 14. So um, that was the biggest and most transformative moment of my life. And then I was almost strangled to death by my father who God rest his soul. But so I've had some really transformative moments at a very young age because my brother died at 14 when I was 14. And my dad did that when I was 15. So mm -hmm. I've experienced some pretty traumatic moments that really shaped me, shut me down. And it's really nice to know that all these tools and resources are out there for you to come back to center. And um, if I can encourage anything, you know, meditation, conscious breathing, more than anything, like taking a moment to pause, close your eyes, breathe in through the nose. And if you need to exhale out through the mouth and then come back to center and breathe in through the nose and exhale out through the nose. And, um, and then, you know, finding things that bring you joy and asking yourself questions that make you look deeper than the surface mm -hmm. level. So, yep. yeah. yeah. It's a good ride we're on. It's a short ride. I'm not here for that a long time, good. but a good time. So. <laughs> it's the truth. We're just here for a good time, y'all. If y'all start having a good time, well, welcome to the Down Under. I'm here up right. in heaven. <laughs> right. Um, Jim, do you have anything else? I would, I always love to end with um, you talk about the art league and what you got coming up, but was there anything else you want to talk through on the segment? No, I think um, this is an interesting topic today. I don't know that we stayed on what was written because <laughs> I lost it, but um, um, <clears throat> no, I and so what we have coming up at the art league, um. Gosh, we're getting ready to release probably a dozen different classes coming up. Uh, some of them are going to be um, healing art workshops um, uh, that are trauma-based. And um, not only for veterans, but for um, people that have experienced trauma. And um, a lot of cool classes and workshops. And um, our event schedule is... Um, being modified and up on the website and you can also go to the website and buy really cool merch now too yeah i'm definitely gonna have to check it out <laughs> i say that but i've seen it a thousand times i don't know why i like i haven't i've only been working on it that's so funny i was like oh, I have to check. i've seen it but i do need yep. to order something i think i want a hoodie or something but uh no i think I'm, I'm getting ready to i'm getting ready to put up yoga pants with logo on it <laughs> Oh, so I'll just wait until the yoga. Pants. I'm gonna I'm gonna release those next week. Can I model for? Them? Yeah, that would be fun because I do yoga. So I mean, I can do some yoga poses for you guys. That, um, yeah, the um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll tell you about it later. <laughs> so guys, I you know the funny thing about the topic we did like keep kind of in reference I think ultimately we led into the things that you can do to find that joy the questions you can ask to bring you back to center and so I really enjoyed this conversation with you today and it reminded me to keep chasing joy uh, but keep being peace and so I just thank you all for tuning in. Um, check out the Art League's website. And if you need me, you can find me on Instagram at Callaway for President, the number four, and then President. And so um, wishing you a blessed day. Jim and I will see you next Friday. Or, yeah, you'll hear our stupid voices next Friday. <laughs> no, 
great voices. Everyone oh. loves your voice, Jim. I mean, I, if people say I have a great voice too, but they're like, oh, Jim just sounds so nice. And so. Oh, well, thank you. They love your voice. All right, guys. So we'll catch you next week. Peace.